Well, not everybody watches Strong Bad in my office, apparently. It's time for the Art and Science Punks, the podcast where we talk about art, science, and technology. As punks, we love to create, to explore, to fail, to learn, and to listen to loud music. I'm one of your punks, Kate Stenzinger, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner. Hey, I'm Rob Stenzinger. Hey, Robbie. Tonight, we're going to talk about encouragement. Hmm. I like this. It's, I know. It's going to be like go for super it. encouraging and uplifting. We can do it. <laughs> you can do it. Oh, I know you, you can, can do, do it. it. You got this. You got this. High fives all Are around. Are we done, though? <laughs> I think that's the gist of it, yeah. Okay, good. All right. Sorry, I had to get my other notes up. Um, so couple things that we're going to talk about with encouragement, and then um, we're going to share some things that we experienced today that were very encouraging and some things that were not quite as encouraging today. Okay. What is, what is encouragement to you? And I know that's, I'm not asking for a Webster definition. Um, I'm asking, what is encouragement to you? Wow, I just repeated myself. That was really I know. Effective. So what I'm saying is <laughs> what I'm saying. That's right. Okay, I got what you're saying. That's right. Um, like defining the word by using the word. Yep. Hot That's means a, that it's really hot. Sure. Yep. Sir. Yep. Uh, okay. So what, what feels or what is encouraging to me or what do I consider? Okay. Someone, yes. Someone has encouraged me. Um, oh gosh, it can take so many forms that, uh, whether it's, it's, it's abbreviated or, a bit extended where someone who is noticing what, what I'm doing and, and maybe asking, checking in and saying, um, how's it going? And in, and maybe somehow tuning into, I might be in a situation that, uh, I'm unsure. I, I don't know what's going on or okay. I might be frustrated or what have you. And, or, mm, doubting. And, uh, then I think it can be, again, like a really brief signal, but some kind of thing where it's like, like we were joking around, like saying, um, I know you got this. I remember that thing you did last week and do, mm-hmm. something specific mm-hmm. and uh, re- recalling of, of, so of conf- like an expression of confidence. An expression of confidence. That's so specific, you, ideally. So you have said a couple different things there. Um, all very good. But the first thing that you kind of talked about was just even someone acknowledging that you look like you're, and I'm going to say having a hard time. It's not always having sure. a hard time, but somebody just even acknowledging that you are in a struggle mm. can be encouraging to you. Is that, is I that totally accurate? agree. Actually. Yeah. Just that, that step alone yeah. is encouraging. Yeah. Just like, Hey, Being it noticed. looks like you're really working hard on this problem. Mm-hmm. looks like you're really struggling with, or like this just thing. noticing some aspect of the struggle, like, whoa, you were working on that all day yesterday and today. You're really putting a ton into this. Just or some things, yeah. just just noticing the so, struggle. So that's kind of one level, and then the next level is to give you some supportive language. Uh, you know, even if it's just a, I know you got this. I know you can do it. And then I would say, like the third level of what you said is to do some reflection or recall and give you some specific, hey, I've seen you solve harder problems than this. Remember when blah, 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 Mm. blah, blah, blah. (laughs) 
Uh, perhaps we've seen uh, a movie with this catchphrase recently. Indeed. Yeah. Shout out to Hotel Trans- Transylvania. Not two. A, not a sponsor. Hotel Transylvania 2. Oh, right. We didn't go to three yet. No, we went to... Nope, we saw one. Oh, shoot. You're right. We saw one. We saw them out of order. We right? did. We saw, uh, we saw two... Thought I saw, thought we saw one. <laughs> we definitely had not. And then seen saw one. one and realized we did not see it. And that was, yeah, it was. It's it, that's a. I think it's a, a pretty, pretty fun all ages movie. It was a very fun movie. Yeah, I thought. And yeah, blah 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 was there. Okay, moving on. So I kind of feel like, um, you gave like a really good definition explanation of encouragement, like with three different levels. I like that. Thanks. I blame Jersey. <laughs> uh, Why no, do it's you the blame three, Jersey? It, the framing, the, the because I don't know, <laughs> podcasting for uh, podcasting and practicing and reflecting on podcasting and practicing <laughs> oh, for like seven years. And uh, no, it's it's uh, it's more inspiration than blame. When I said blame, I meant inspiration, um, encouragement, perhaps encouragement. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I th- well, I'm, I'm just going to volunteer another form of encouragement. Is is um, seeing a representative example. So someone going through something similar and... Oh, sure. Yeah. And, and that can uh, be very encouraging. Yeah. And so uh, Jersey, Jersey Drozd specifically, uh, he's someone else who I podcast with uh, at leanintoart.com. And I was a um, sort of a, a listener of his, his audience of some of his work he did before. Uh, one of those being his journal podcast called Thunder Punch Daily, and uh, I found the things he was unboxing and exploring there very encouraging related yeah. to our topic and yeah. also the method he used where he often takes three things. And, uh, I, and evidently, it's a reflex at this Got point. Got it. So you speak in threes. All right. I shall listen for additional triads of answer. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> listen into the distance for me falling down the steps now of being able to live up to that but who knows let's see what happens you know what honey what's up i know you can do it (laughs) (sighs) i know you know i can do it (laughs) that was very meta encouragement all right um pressure versus encouragement Mm. where's the line drawn and does it change depending on your your or anybody, I don't mean like you specifically, but does it de- change depending okay. on on your mood or the task? It's, I think it's very much a contextual thing of your personal overall situation. How much content, how much confidence, confidence do you have to receive a um, message that is encouraging that it could also be questioning and that question questioning implied meaning like well you can do this meaning you haven't done it yet and or you can dig in deeper and overcome this which means you're not going to overcome this unless you dig in deeper <laughs> and like and, and like sure. you may not be ready like I may not be ready to hear that kind of thing and that's well, and I feel like that's what yeah. we run into with the kids quite often is the, if they're frustrated about something and we try to be encouraging um I think sometimes it comes across as added pressure and yeah. I'm trying to unbox a little bit why that is. 
And I think you, you said expectations, it. maybe expectations and maybe just not even being not being ready to to hear it. And that's where I think if we think back to the three things you opened with, um, just maybe acknowledging that the kids are in a challenging spot or are struggling with something and stopping there at that at that first stage might mm. feel more encouraging than suddenly pulling out three examples of, hey, I know you can figure this out. Remember when you figured out, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not so, sure why that happened again. That's, well, I mean, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it came up again. <laughs> then it'd be three times. So, uh, so noticing that's that's kind of the the safest, the least um, invasive, where ah uh, yep, it's like I I don't have to be that vulnerable to admit, yeah okay here's where I am. I don't that's know. I a think little it bit. can be very incredibly yeah. vulnerable to be like, yeah I'm struggling because there are times where it's like wow it looks like you're really struggling with that uh, math yeah. problem. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm great at this. <laughs> exactly. I just don't want to do it right now. Exactly. Oh, okay. Wow. Is there then some more approachable step that's even more? Is, is there a point where you can be encouraging without having any vulnerability on either side? I don't know if you'd want, I don't know if, I don't know if I'd want that. I mean, I don't know if, yeah, like what would that exchange even look like? Yeah. Well, it would look like our opening. Oh, sure. You know, that kind of, yeah, insincere, high five, trophies for everyone. Right. So it's, I I suppose there's something at risk for even to give and receive encouragement. Yeah, I would agree with that. Hmm. Not a bad thing. No. Yeah. Uh, So how... I, I suppose there might be then then the step before that then is the is some kind of gauging I suppose if is, is this a good time because yeah but I don't want to make it too overly complex right I think just go out and be encouraging <laughs> just, just okay. do it sure all right yeah I mean because even when the kids have a strong reaction I still wouldn't change doing it. Mm-hmm. Even when you have a strong reaction, if I'm sure. giving you encouragement on something you're frustrated by, yeah, yeah, um, you know, sorry, not sorry. That's why that's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> it might be a thing also for other reasons, but that's uh, okay. It, it's it's saying that uh, I don't I don't have to apologize for caring then, right? And and showing up. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, but I want to go back to my question, which was, where is the line for you on pressure versus encouragement? And yeah. you talked a little bit about, you know, am I ready? But where's that, that line? And I, I think of this too, in a work context, hmm. you know, like a, a day job context, I feel like sometimes that feels more like pressure than encouragement. Well, I mean, the dynamics are different there because it's essentially, um, you have your hierarchy and responsibility, responsibility, commitments, and potentially um, 
you know, through, through the hierarchy, some kind of, um, ex- flowing of power, right? Sure. But I think about my team and I try to be very encouraging of my team mm-hmm. and I absolutely want to motivate them to work harder and, you know, think deeper mm-hmm. and, you know, try, you know, try new things. Okay. Well, interesting. So you said the word motiv- motivate. Yeah. Uh, okay. I did say that word. <laughs> okay, good. Let's move on. <laughs> no, oh, wait. So I had the, I think why I was digging into that is that the, there's a, um, there's, there's context again, like some people are comfortable with, uh, committing to things that are mostly externally motivated, like extrinsically motivated. Uh-huh. And some folks are more about what's like, what, what do they believe in and what's just, what, what, what occurs inside of them intrinsically to commit to stuff. And I think maybe that's a dimension to be aware of in, in the, the day job context. Sure. And as far as it feeling like pressure, then it could be the mismatch. Maybe pressure, pressure is a mismatch of motivation. Oh, I like this. Say more. That's very so, interesting to so me. So it's, it's, it's a what if I'm exploring. So what if the, um, let's say that uh, if someone who is motivated intrinsically to do a thing, uh, if they are then trying to, like someone is who's encouraging them to accomplish that same task then adds extrinsic motivation on top of it. And that that mismatch of saying like, I don't need that. I don't need a... I don't need your pressure. The, that kind of pressure to do this. Um, and then I suppose the, then if the encouragement also comes from more of just, you just raw use of um, this organizational structure saying like, well, I'm in sales. I signed, on a th- signed off on a thing and now we are committed, right? Without maybe necessarily holistically thinking through a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can be pressure. I don't know, but that's not encouraging pressure, I guess. So mm, what do you think of as far as encouragement actually being felt as pressure? I think some of the line for me, um, and I'm not saying this is right. I'm just saying for me, some of the line, like encouragement to me is positive, um, supportive, and pressure comes when it's got kind of that edge of, um, I want to say, deadline or expectation. So the difference between, uh, I'm just going to make this up completely, but the difference between, hey, I know you're working on that report. Can't wait to see how it turns out. Your last three reports really helped us move this along versus... Um, Hey, I know you're working really hard on that report that's due tomorrow. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I guess for me, that's kind of where the line is. is Supportive what, versus. I said like deadline. Deadline. Okay. Um, Cause I didn't want to say the word pressure. Cause then I was just, you know, defining the definition with the word. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's kind of where I feel like, you know, sometimes I'm going to use you as an example. Uh Oh, what? Uh, sometimes, you know, I'll be working on a sewing project and you want to be encouraging and you'll say something like, have you touched that today? Hi, my name is Encouraging Rob. 
Have you worked on that today? Have you worked on this thing today that you care about? I know you care about it. So how's it going? Yeah. And I'm like... Is that thing... Like, don't put so much pressure on me. Yeah. Yeah. Have you touched that project recently? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm that guy. So... So, But I don't know why that feels like pressure because I know it comes from an encouraging place. Yeah. And you'll even, like, roll your eyes and go, I'm trying to encourage you. Fair enough, though. But but if it's if it's if it's not working, then they're okay. I need to encourage differently. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Hmm. So I'm gonna think on that though for a little bit. Okay. I'll get back to you on if I want you to change that. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm always looking to take on notes. Take notes. For these, I'll yeah. get you some notes about that. Okay, good. Um, but no, I don't think I do. That's why I'm hesitating. Because I know it annoys me when it happens, but I don't think I'm asking you to change that. Yeah, the, the biggest thing that I think we're... It, I'm trying to make sure that I'm not doing like a, like a mismatch sort of encouraging. Yeah. Is if it's... I mean, if it's about the encourager and not the person who's... Um, Oh. needing encouragement i'd like i hopefully i'm not just doing some kind of thing that's like a me habit whatever and it's you know it's it, it needs oh, to be no. relevant uh, to yeah. yeah but like it, if it's not about the encourager it's more about the person who is is in a circumstance needing encouragement or seeming like it because no one can know until you you know reach Converse. out try yeah i like that try hmm, hmm. I want to talk a little bit about today. Oh, sure. Okay. And some encouragement and some pressure that I think that we experienced. So what if we said the pressure was hypothetically some other situation, some other (laughs) example? (laughs) Because I I don't want to, you know, be that... um, one of the things that I notice, I know I've mentioned this a few times, different places, different podcasts, but like, um, especially when you're into like following a community of des- designers, right? Designers yep. Yep. Are, are living the um, light bulb joke of, you know, how many guitarists does it take to screw in a light bulb? You can say this about designers. How many? One. And then five to say they could have done it better. Oh, yeah, and so designers are a little bit like that, right? So, I, and I'm I, I point this a finger at me as well. So you can because you're, you're a always guitarist looking. and a designer. <laughs> wow, I know that's a yeah. So is that why after I do so something, you're like I could have done that better? <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but okay. So right, obviously that's a caricature, but the idea of having a critical eye often on and noticing and questioning stuff. Yes. Like that. that can be, um, I don't know, that can be a, I don't know, like a mismatch, I guess is where I was going with that point. Um, okay. So about the experiences of today, we'll use one hypothetical experience that didn't happen today. <laughs> <laughs> Which, <laughs> fair enough. That but, is so the idea is like, that's okay. That's something that we just made up. Like a designer would go in like, oh, I need to fly to a place because of a meeting and a, or an event or whatever, and then critique the, the airline website, right? And I think 
oh, it's no. kind of a like a flying in out of nowhere critiquing someone else's work. You know, th- there's a judgment call that, that I think sometimes it makes sense because some large entities need to hear this stuff and tune into it. Well, yeah, but we're not going to... Okay, so... Whatever, but like, so it's like swooping in and critiquing without that being asked for. That's my... Understood. Concern. Understood, but I think it's relevant to our conversation. Sold. Same page now, I suppose. With disclaimer. Let's see what happens. Okay. So today we went to one of our favorite events of the year. Mm. (laughs) Yes. There was a lot of encouraging things that happened. Totally, yeah. I mean, yeah. it is. I mean, I, honestly, it's like we've we've gone there like three times now. We've gone there way four? more than that, but to this particular event, you yeah. mean? Oh yeah. yeah, that event, like three yeah. or four times. Absolutely, and we've talked about it on the podcast before. As a matter of fact, I was looking back. I think we've talked about it the last couple of years um, on the podcast. So I know we've gone the last two years for certain, mm-hmm. um, and that is um, the event is called Girl Time at the Works, and mm. it's an event that is designed to encourage engineering in women. And so anybody can go to the go to the event, boys, girls, you know, um, anyone, but almost all of the engineers that are there that are tabling are women. And so they will have um, from all different scientific areas and sure. I mean like biology, engineering, like especially those two were yeah. very, very represented. There was a ton of medical a little um, um, device com- type stuff. Computer science. Yep, computer science. But even um, there's electrical con- engineering, construction. Mm, um, yep, engineering, all sorts of things. Yeah, good point. Yeah, ap- uh, yeah, even um, yeah, like like um, physical construct. Uh, yeah, construction. So yeah, pounding nails into two by fours. Yeah. Yeah. So it was cool. So we went with the kids, obviously it's a child as a kid focused, family focused event and you go and you can go to each different kind of table and talk to the engineers and they have, they all have, um, activities to do and they range widely in different activities. And there was some cool ones. There was a, a medical device company that, um, had this kind of model and you got to use the actual surgical tools that surgeons use to um, remove a kidney stone. Yeah. And they had this like, you know, fake little laminate board that you could, you know, that you could practice on and they would kind of tell you. So how to it do was, it. Uh, had, it had elements of realism, but you weren't actually doing an operation. Yes. There were no bodies. Nobody was laying there. There was under no an an- anesthesia. anesthesia. Yeah. yeah. No, it yeah. was just like this little drawing. Yeah. So there was a lot of that kind of stuff and, um, and that was kind of a cool one because the kids could see the instruments and the tools and actually use them and, and play with them. Clearly, mm-hmm. they bring you know most the safest things, I think, out for that kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a, not like a bone saw, right there. Well, right? but the, I was about to go next. I was about to talk about the saw. But yet there was a saw. Yeah. So yes. in one area, you could go in and you had to put on safety glasses to even go in the area. And there were some engineers there and one, um, you know, you could pound nails into a two by four. They had them all kind of prepped up and, and she would give the kids an actual lesson on how to do that and kind of what the, the best way to do that, to, to do that, to get a nail, to, to drive a nail in straight. And then the, the other one that was in that area was a piece of drywall up on a frame and um, a woman had, I think it was a Sawzall. 
Okay, that's what it is? I a think sawzall. it was the Alsazal. Okay. Um, but she had our drywall saw. Yeah. Um, but it was... Uh, um, but it was like a router, right? Where it could go in any any direction. Yeah. Yeah, you could like carve shapes. Yeah, she would help the kids and guide their hands a bit, but they would actually hold onto the saw and they could carve any shape they wanted out of the drywall or they could screw drywall screws into the drywall. That was their other choice. And so our kids both um, sawed a heart Mm -hmm. out of the drywall and then, of course, that heart came popping out and they got to bring that home. So (laughs) we have drywall hearts now at our house. But it was still, it was really cool they got to handle those that equipment and again the 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 women in women there were all very encouraging um hands on with the kids you can do this attitude not even batting an eye that you know my 4-year-old's walking up and grabbing you know a power tool mhm and they were very encouraging and supportive i think i mean and there's acts of encouraging but just the whole uh, um, I don't know, like openness. Openness is encouraging in, an, yes. in and of itself. Yes, 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 yes. The idea that, yes, you go into this space. There's a lot of, yeah, like you saying yes, yes, is was embodied in the environment. Yeah, like, I agree. Look around, grab and try. And also there's uh, safety and, and, and protection and guidance here. Coaching. Yeah, Coach, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's a cool event and it's, it's overall, you know, entire message is encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, another area that we went to again, had some really cool, um, try to remember, but medical focus. And it happened to be at a point where it was getting busier and busier in the, in the facility. Mm-hmm. And, I think my read on it is our four-year-old was getting a little overwhelmed and she was kind of bouncing from thing to thing and kind of head high, kind of on a swivel and trying to figure out where to go next. Mm-hmm. And every table was full and everything kind of had a line to it at that point. And this one female engineer saw our daughter and she smiled and walked up to her and she said, do you like cows? <laughs> and our mm-hmm. daughter goes, yeah. And she goes, me too. I really like cows. And I thought, where is this going? And it was just, it was just the right amount of kind of connection and starting a conversation. So she proceeds to engage our daughter in this conversation around, have you ever, when you're driving down, uh, when you're in your parents' car driving down like the road and you see a car or you see a cow, like, you know, out your window, do you ever wave at the cow? And our daughter's like, yeah. And she's like, do the cows ever wave back? And our daughter's like, no. So she proceeds to say that cows aren't mean and that cows really would love to wave back, but they can't. So she goes from there to explain the the bones in the arm and how we can wave and asks our daughter a bunch of questions about you know cows and what do they use their arms for and she grabs a skeleton replica of a hand of a human arm and lets, you know, um, our kid play with that and kind of make the same motions of waving. And then a cow's front arm, I guess. Is it an arm? It's a leg. It's a hoof. 
one can say a um, front leg. Say, yeah, front appendage. Front, front leg. Uh, yeah. So she had a cow, you know, replica of a cow front, you know, and so this whole exchange and interaction was going on, and it was all very encouraging to the point that, um, again, our daughter's four, she's overwhelmed, the place is packed at this point, and this woman says to her, do you want to know what it's like to be a cow trying to wave? And her kid's like, sure. <laughs> and they strap this like cast like mechanism to one of her arms that doesn't allow her to turn. And then they gave her a series of tasks to do. Like she, there was a little pretend door. She had to try and open like a door handle and they let her use her air quote human arm. And then they made her use her cow arm and she couldn't open the door with the cow arm. Mm. And then they're like, wave at your mom. By this time, another person had come over and there was two of them kind of, cause she was being pretty engaged and pretty funny. Um, and so she would wave at me and then they were like, now use your car- cow arm. Anyway, it was just really cool. And I was just surprised because, you know, that she was willing to have this like contraption strapped on her arm at that point. But she had felt supported and encouraged. And you know, it was cool. It was really cool. And they kind of, you know, there was a whole story to it. Uh, I'm hearing another encouraging element is uh, invitation. Absolutely. Oh, that's a good call out. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of being invited. Yeah. And saying you're welcome here. Come in if you're, if you're, and and come in through these questions. Yes. You ever, you ever notice those cows aren't waving back at you? Yeah, absolutely. That questioning. You're right. You're right. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So this, um, it so you're you're going we're you're going from uh like f- table to table yeah different exhibits and and uh explorational activities and whatnot that's uh with 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 lots of encouragement yeah. and and representation of saying like well okay dear um y- young child females look at this as part of your vocabulary yeah. because here I am I'm a professional adult female, and here we are talking had, about this thing that I do. I had one engineer gave like probably a like ten minute electrical engineering lecture mm-hmm. to the to our girls yeah. at one point at the table, and she was just determined that they were gonna kind of get it, and they did. It was cool, <laughs> but it was funny. She went to all sorts of detail. Yeah, and so was that one of the one of the complete a circuit with yes, an LED? Yes, yep, yep. With the with the light and um, the battery, and she asked a lot of questions, and then she even went so far as to say, "Okay, now I'm going to give you all these things," and she gave them a battery and an LED and like a little piece of foam that they were going to make a little thing out of, and she said, "Now I want you to teach me everything you just learned. Tell me." <laughs> Tell me how you're doing it. And I thought, wow, are we walking out of here with a report card? But she was awesome. Mm-hmm. And and the kids loved it. You know, and that was that teach back, right? That's a oh. very common, you know, learning technique. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, nothing better than to be in that situation to uh, reach in and get a handle on something that you're, you've absorbed. Yeah. So, yeah. How, how awesome. Yeah, okay. Pretty cool. 
Um, so I will also say that, again, I think I said this earlier, that there was a, there's a lot of uh, medical device and medical things that are, that are there in a lot of different companies. And one thing I've noticed, and we've done a lot of different things, where there's one where um, you actually – they have – I think it's pig hearts – and you actually, they have the tools there for ablation, and you're actually like doing ablation, hmm. practicing, and where they've got. So what's an what's an ablation? Um, it's like a little like electric electro. You're stimu- Are you stimulating it with ele- electricity? I'm trying to remember. I think it's to clear space. Huh. So, so like you're you're getting rid of cartilage, or you're getting rid of blocks. Oh, okay. Um, in order to open some things up. If I'm remembering correctly, um, we didn't do ablation today. Um, right. But I can remember that from years past where my point is, is that some of the exhibits have animal parts. Yeah. That, quite frankly, are a little creepy. You know, the one that creeped me out totally today was that that arm. The There was like a... Um there's uh, this installation made of not real material, but like made to be <laughs> it was, realistic. It was made of real material. Well, okay, not. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, fine. We weren't in our, our in our minds nor in virtual reality, <laughs> but like we were. Um, okay, so you have this this thing that looks a lot like an arm on a table that that has um, muscle. Lots, uh, yeah, muscle veins. Vein, yep. And arteries and um, nerves. nerves. Yeah. Because they were showing how to do nerve blocking. So it, it's like a pretty well-constructed um, model. It was very well-constructed. And especially the, 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 yeah, the, the texture of the materials, which they were really excited to... Um, they liked that. It felt very real. Yeah. Okay. And our kids liked that it felt very real. And I was super creeped out. I don't know why, but that that one super creeped me out. And it was, you know, made of latex or silicon or I don't know what it was, but it was, you know. It was, yeah, it was, you know, pretty interestingly textured uh, to the touch. Yeah. Yeah. I did touch, though. I was a trooper. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Okay. Um. So was the, are, are there any hypothetical examples that yeah, so, you wanted to talk about? Yeah, so another um, hypothetical is sometimes with these animal parts, and I'm not comfortable necessarily touching them all. Yeah, okay. And hypothetically, there was a situation <laughs> where it was, in my opinion, far more pressure than encouragement oh. to do that. More pressure than encouragement. And it was almost borderline guilt. Interesting. I did not expect the G word. The uh, G word. <laughs> um, so you can, you can have someone enthusiastic about a thing and conveying their enthusiasm in a way that is um, maybe pointing, pointing out flaws. I mean, I would say that uh, I've encountered a hypothetical situation similar to what you're describing. Mm -hmm. And I was, uh, what I noticed from this really passionate representative of their... um, Animal part? 
well, I mean, their animal part, their discipline, <laughs> their knowledge, and, sure, and, they're and about their I mean, play, everything. Their there, there's an invitation happening. There's like, like I mean, I mean, passionate proclamation saying like, this is awesome, and and and, and check this out. All sorts of, of layers of of um, strong positive up to the, but it got strong. But but when things can get strong arming, where it's like, well, you're kind of lesser for not touching these guts. Right, right, or whatever is on the table, yeah. hypothetically, brains, <laughs> and and saying like, well, that there's a there's a kid that's not really into touching that right now. That's fine, I think, and in fact, I'm fine with it not being fine for me. And I'm like, right. okay, that's um, there. There are a lot of things that 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 I can learn and um, empathize with, and also encourage. And also one can point out that the the idea of guilting, um, we are at hypothetically an event completely related to encouraging. Right. Um, it was out of context. I mean, it was, yeah, it wasn't the, out of context. It was super, it, it stood out for me because it was. Hypothetically. <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> no, whatever. A cover's blown. Yeah. Forget it. It, it stood out for me just because yeah. it was so different. Exactly. But, and honestly, inspiring in, in the, in the way that, wow, this th- stands out. What is, uh, what is up with this kind of advocacy? Absolutely. Because the event was amazing. Yeah. What's up with this kind of advocacy where it's like you walk away and you think, huh, I love so much going on here, but there's this other thing that's kind of haunting me a little bit. Yep. And you go, well, 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 what is it about that thing? And all of a sudden here we are podcasting about encouragement. Yeah. And that's, um, I think it's telling and useful though, too. Absolutely. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, telling in a positive way. Like, again, so much of the experience was good and positive and, and fun. We had, we had a, so much fun. Clearly inclusive, right? Yeah. Having, you know, um, having, you know, young, uh, children, female under 10 kind of thing. This is like so well matched, like what this, yeah. what this kind of event is about. And, uh, and it's not, it's not a thing that you can just walk into any establishment and notice th- this kind of representation happening. Yeah. So it's really special yeah, and, it's, it's and good. um, yeah. And worthwhile for all kids. Right. Absolutely. And like I said, everybody's welcome. Plenty of, yeah. Plenty of, uh, young boys there as well yeah. that were just seeing plenty of, um, like representation across a ton of different skills and, uh, industry. Mm-hmm. But then here there's uh, the, the, the people, many of the people at the tables were women professionals. Yeah. Um, one other story I, I want to share is that, because um, I know we podcasted um, a couple episodes back and we talked about the slime, the glitter slime that we made or the glow in the dark slime that we made and how popular that was. Um, Literally just a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's let's, let's just For hanging context. a flag on that. Like, hmm, hmm, glitter slime has been in our lives pretty recently. Exactly. And as we are walking into the building today, our youngest says, "I need new slime. I hope there's <laughs> slime here." <laughs> and sure enough, we found. Um, you know, there's usually one or two um, 
booths, exhibitors, however you want to look at it, that do do different kinds of slime. So that was fun. So we did get some fresh slime today. In case anybody was worried about us. Yeah. We got huge, huge relief. Fresh slime. Yep. Good. Got to have the, the slime on hand. All the time. Yep. So and, and what a hit. Like so funny that that thing. And other, other parents too commenting like, well, yeah, we've, we've made slime lots of times, but it's still. Yeah. It's never gets old. Exactly. All right. I think kind of enough on that event. I want to kind of come back to encouraging. I have one more question for you on encouragement. Okay. Can you remember a specific time or moment of encouragement that just really sticks with you? Maybe it's in your formative years. Maybe it's something more recent. But Hmm. um, can you think of kind of an experience that you had that you kind of look at and in your mind you think this really fully encompasses encouragement for me? Or this was just an important moment of encouragement for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, one of one of the strongest I can think of is when I was in second grade, and my teacher commented on my uh, drawings. Oh, cool! Yeah, uh, her name is was Mrs. Rawson, and she. Let's see. She said that there's that she could tell that I can see more and I, and she knows that I could, I could put it into my drawings. And honestly, in some, like I could have been in a situation where that would have felt like not good, but like she knew like the way to present it and the timing and the how. And I, and I was like, I can do this. That's awesome. Yeah. That's very cool then it, it had a huge impact on me. So that's, yeah. Uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's, yeah, anyway, so um, how about you? Very cool. Um, I don't know, I've been thinking about it since we started talking about encouragement, and I think, I think what, mostly comes to mind for me was um hmm see now yours yours was really good I don't have anything kind of that poignant or pinpoint but I can remember I can remember hearing my parents talk about um how skilled I was with um like analytical thinking Mm. and problem solving in a way that like I could hear them talking about it kind of in a way that they knew I was listening, but it, they weren't talking to me. Hmm. You know what I mean? And, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a, I shouldn't be hearing it. You know what I mean? Like it was pretty intentional. Uh, nice. That, it, that. Yeah. So I, I can, can leave that. a huge impression. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, and that was like um, encouraging and kind of a, a skill that then I, again, felt good about building. Wow. So a side effect of encouraging is uh, it's like buying into it and... Confidence builder. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the confidence, like where, where do you go next? Yeah. I mean, applying... 
and the effects of the results of being encouraged and, and ready to do something about it. And that's, uh, I can, I can see how that can, yeah, that, that can have huge, um, influence. Yeah. I mean, it seems to have, I mean, we both had came up with examples of it, hmm. so that's pretty cool. Okay. All right. Wow. I feel encouraged. How do you feel? I feel pretty encouraged. Yeah. Do you want to give one more disclaimer about just enough how we love everybody? No, we want to dump on the event we went to, and we did. So that that works out. <laughs> that is not it <laughs> at all. Um, okay, uh, I think we should move on to picks. Okay, that is excellent. I'm and encouraging know, us to move on. <laughs> I'm encouraging us to move on to picks too. And also. you know what else? I know you can do this. You are really good at picks. <sighs> We'll see I how like many how, picks you have. Yeah, I was going to say, I like how you said picks. picks. With, plural. Oh, me, oh, my. Oh, what do you got for us? You have art tonight. I do have art. because So, honestly, my, my pick is going to ha- happen after this mention. <laughs> oh, God. Which is... I, didn't, I don't have a mention. You know, well, I have a mention. We are really close to an interesting creative challenge called Inktober. Tell me what a creative this challenge is. This time of year, like for some reason in, in like the... Um, October, November drives me crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I'm not running out and signing up for all the possible creative challenges out there because what there's... What if I encourage you to do 24 so? 24 hour... Well, seriously? <laughs> Encouragement, you know. Um. Yeah, there's, well, that's a big commitment. So when you encourage me, that's a big commitment because all of a sudden there's, you know, logistics regarding our children and stuff. Because like 24-hour comic day is coming up. Oh, there's hooray. Yeah, but the the one I was uh, wanting to highlight is Inktober. And uh, I mean, real easy URL for that is uh, inktober.com. It's a very simple premise that... Um, you know, create a drawing, physical media with ink and, you know, capture it somehow and post it. Nice. Share. 31 days, yeah. 31 drawings. That's yeah. what it says right there on the, on the website. And that's really it. I mean, like the, the, the subject matter, the um, level of detail, other technique and thematic expression, whatever, that's up to you. And, Me? Um, I get to decide? It, it is up to you if you're participating. Oh, I yeah. thought I got to decide for everybody else. Yeah. I don't know. It depends. I mean, if you have that kind of influence, that's cool. But um, anyway, Inktober is uh, really worth mentioning because I think I'm going to participate this time and, and see where it goes. Awesome. I love that. So that is happening. And we might have mentioned it before. That's why that's a mention. Allow gotcha. me to extend our vocabulary and, yes. and, you know, it's like, that's not a pick. It's a mention. So here we go with uh, my pick. It's a YouTube video that might lead to other YouTube video exploration for those of you who check this out. And it is called Epic Marble Race Tournament, Epic Marble Run World Cup. Ooh. And... So There's what, a World Cup tournament. What, what happens with this video is that someone built a course um, out of Lego for marbles to roll through that has a few different like tricks and traps that it's not 
predetermined which marble's going to win the, win the race. But all the marbles aren't just marbles. They represent countries. So here you are. Oh, cheering for your country? In like this World Cup situation. Yeah. Interesting. Are there representatives there from each country? Uh, as marbles, yes. Okay. But not dropping the marbles. There are. I, behind the scenes, I don't know what happens. Okay. So, but um, yeah, as far as I can tell in the, in the YouTube video, it's all Legos and marbles. And uh, it's, it's a little bit relaxing. It's kind of fun. It's, it's inspiring. And I think creative as a, um, like, what a, what a funny and fun, um, like, built in, like, there's drama and, and uh, uh, I mean, engineering and creativity is like putting together this course and whatnot. And then having it play out where like the, there's just a little bit of randomality of physics and then how these different like quirks of the course play out where honestly, you don't know who's going to win. Cool. And, um, it, and it's both, it's pretty mellow. Like once you see like a good handful of the, the races happen, uh-huh. it's not like it's that intense anymore, but like it's, it's still pretty interesting. I love a good marble run. And then it's like, there's like, once you put this kind of thing into your, your YouTube history or uh, you're going to get a lot of other interesting marble run projects that show up. Cool. And, uh, I think that's, I don't know, pretty, pretty interesting as a, um, like a, yeah. like a builder curiosity thing. I love it. I love it. I can't okay. wait to watch it. So yeah, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Fantastic. So what is your science pick? I have a science pick. So I'm I'm kind of doing a lot of referencing back to earlier podcasts tonight. And this is um, kind of no exception. So you remember, I think my pick a while back, we talked about how we had um, done the whole where you buy the geode and you break it in half and then you dye it. Uh-huh. And it just it didn't turn out quite as brilliant or bright as the ones that we had seen in the stores. Mm -hmm. Well, come to find out that you can use borax, like the cleaning detergent borax to grow your own geode. Wait, what? Right. And they, they're pretty funky and pretty cool. So you take a pipe cleaner, which we now call chenille strips because apparently people don't clean their pipes anymore, but you take a pipe cleaner the metallic-y ones work the best, they say, which are the really cool ones. And you um, shape it kind of how you want your geode to look. Then you take some boiling water. You boil some water. You put as much, you saturate the water with as much borax as you can so that it dissolves. Okay. And then you, in the boiling water, and then you put the, the chenille strip, the pipe cleaner, all kind of balled up into it. And as the water cools the borax crystals fall out of the water, right? Because there's not, as no, not enough space for it, for the borax yeah, in the because colder I, I, water. Isn't that called when water is, when, when you uh, take two materials and saturate them amongst each other, I think it's called a suspension. Yes. Okay. Yep. So you take the suspension and then it, as, the, as the water cools. But yeah, because now the water is changing its, uh, its state enough where it's like, yeah, there's no room for it. Yeah. Ah, so you're adding borax as the water's heating, I bet. Uh, no, it said to do it no. 
add, you boil the water, pour the water in your container, add the borax, stir it up till it dissolves, keep stirring gotcha. it up till but it the, dissolves. But it is in a hot, very heated state. Yeah. And, ah, okay. And then you do your geode and you let it cool overnight. And that kind of, and there's some articles and we'll link to these that talk about that cooling state and how that cooling happens will determine kind of like how big your crystals get. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, but what's cool is like the different shapes you do the pipe cleaner is the different shapes you get. So if you kind of ball up your pipe cleaner, you get more of just like a round rock crystal. Hmm. If you take your pipe cleaner and you make it into like a cone, you're going to get like what those geodes look like when you bust them in half and they're kind of open in the middle. Oh. Yeah. And if you take your pipe cleaner and you cut it into pieces and I'm willing to this too, and you make like a, like a star out of it, then you get a snowflake look because oh. the crystals all attached to the chenille strip pipe cleaner. So anyway, there's a <laughs> lot of different um, crafts, activities that are science-based um, on this. And there's a lot of YouTube videos and whatnot, but they look pretty cool. And then after you get all your crystals, you know, you let it cool overnight, if you will. Um, you can do it again and the crystals will continue to get larger and larger Whoa. That's what it says. I haven't tried it yet. But geodes, that's my pick. But How to uh, like, like make your own borax-looking geode. Wow, homemade. That's awesome. Okay. Right? Yeah, that, that's, it's, a, it's a callback, but, but a whole potential new, new life for, for the <laughs> geode. And honestly, smashing one with the hammer, is, is, that's fun too. Yeah. But then growing one, that, that sounds pretty cool. But yeah. it's not like the, the rock candy thing, which is um, somewhat related. Right? Yeah, totally related. But um, I, like, I, I don't know. That's, that's the not, one thing I don't know is how... Are they, um, do, they, do they have colors? Well, yeah. That the, so there's two different ways to do the colors. You can add food coloring to your boiling water. Mm-hmm. and borax solution or they do talk about if you use those metallic pipe cleaners the pipe cleaner kind of bleeds the color oh okay and then you get some pretty brilliant ones is what i've read again i haven't tried it the other thing i don't know is how stable or um, strong the crystals are oh, or the okay. geodes are because there was some stuff about, you know, oh, then shellac them or, you know, paint them with clear nail polish or, you ah, know, okay. to kind of, depending on what you want to do with them. Strengthen them. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Fantastic. Well, I think that wraps us up for today. Do you agree? Did you have anything else encouraging you wanted to say? Let's see. I don't know. I encourage people to, to question, but hopefully have some some uh, compassion for the subjects and people that they're questioning if it's like an event or whatnot. <laughs> Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Fantastic. <laughs> well, with that, we are wrapped up for today. Thank you for listening and for being part of our Art and Science Punks community. Robbie, where can the people find us online? We are Art and Science Punks on Instagram. Yet on Twitter, we are Art Science Punks. And you can find our podcast feed at artsciencepunks.fireside.fm. We are also available on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts, where we would appreciate your kind words and ratings. Thanks. And you can reach out to me at our Art and Science Punks Instagram. And what I love about your saying thanks there is like you have this little pause, and I'm expecting like 
the ratings to happen right during that pause. That's when it's going to be there. Where they're like, people are like, oh, ooh, hurry up. And then put the rating in. Nice. And you said thanks right there, which well, I think is encouraging. Is very encouraging. Hey, and um, are we also somewhere else out there on podcast land? Uh, we are now on Spotify. Ooh, is that how we have to say it? Spotify. I'm going to have to practice that one. On Spotify, you can find us. Just look for Art and Science Punks, and we show up right there, and it's super convenient. So, awesome. you know, we're working on, we're, we're getting out there. Fantastic. And, uh, you know, a little shout out to Fireside. Thank you to Fireside oh, yeah. as a podcast hosting platform that makes this possible. And, well, I suppose you mentioned where folks can find the Art Science Punks on uh, Instagram or what, Twitter, right? And uh, I will say that I am on Twitter and Instagram in both situations as Rob Stenzinger. Well, I think that does it for tonight. Keep building, making, and sharing. What were you saying? You were wondering wondering something about the last podcast. Yes, I was wondering if on the last podcast, if anybody wondered, there's a lot of wondering happening, Mm. what it meant when our youngest said, Mama's in a shark. <laughs> uh-huh. Mama's head's in a shark. What, uh-huh. what was it? Sure. Just <laughs> random. Yeah. That has to do with a photo that you have yeah. in your office. It's sitting near us. And uh, it's a... I think it's a fish. Is that like a carp or a... Uh, it's a giant bass. It's a very, very giant bass in front of a gas not station. Not a real one. Not a real one. Not real. Um, not even like real and shellac. Right? No, no, it's not um, taxidermied. It's well, yeah, it's not to scale. No, because um, like six people could sit on its back all at the same time. Yeah, this is not like some um, air. Like, uh, I mean, well, maybe it's a like restored fossil from the era of it's not it's you know. not it's just a statue okay <laughs> you can make a statue look like anything including a um a huge largemouth bass and i'm sticking my head in the largemouth bass bass's mouth you're sticking your head in the largemouth bass's mouth that's not easy to say it is not and you're really happy I am really happy. Then, I'm probably overly happy about that. And, and uh, you know, our, our youngest was like, I assume that's a shark. <laughs> and mama's about to get her head bit off by a shark. But she doesn't know. And, and I think she wanted to warn you. <laughs> She's like, no, <laughs> get your head out of there. I just wondered if that it just when I um, kind of re-listened to the podcast that was a little random and I was like, ooh, 